Hello everyone and welcome to the review. Today we have an episode reviewing NPR's How I Built This with Guy Raz about WeWork made by Miguel Mikilvi with Santiago Bustamante, Sarah Kodish, Cece Likens, and Shelly Gilman. So Santiago is going to talk about Miguel's early life. Miguel had an interesting childhood. His He'd only grown up with only women around him. His mom had, you know, been indulged in the hippie lifestyle and, you know, pretty much was only ever surrounded by women. Uh, he grew up relatively poor, although that, did, that didn't really stop him in his life uh, because he really loved sports and he had gone to the University of Oregon and had gotten a scholarship there to play basketball and he played on their team. But eventually what ended up happening is that he realized that he wasn't able to be you know, NBA level uh, good. So he decided, you know, just to focus on his studies and he'd gotten his architectural degree uh, in 1995. And he then decided, you know, one of the, his dreams in life was that he wanted to go to New York. And he eventually did. He uh, actually ended up taking up a job offer working $10 an hour uh, for a small firm. And Eventually, one of the things that they emphasized a lot in this podcast was that, you know, even though he was getting paid $10 an hour and they were relatively small, within a few years they had grown to over 30 and 40 stores and he ended up just going up higher and higher in, you know, the hierarchy. And so I think one of the biggest reactions that I got from this part segment of the podcast is that he was always at the right place, you know, at the right time. And it honestly really benefited him in the long run. Oh, wow. That's a really cool start. Now let's get into the part where Miguel, Gil, and Adam make we work with Sarah and Cece. Yeah, good point, Santi. Um, we we're thinking that along with the idea of him being in the right place at the right time, another thing that led him on his path to success was his mindset and his ideas towards his work ethic, how he looks at opportunities. For example, um, he talks about when he was building his business, he rented out an office space and they said, what are you going to do with it? And he said you know what, um, let's show you a presentation tomorrow and we'll show you what we're going to do with it. And they really had no idea what they were going to do. And he said he worked off, worked up um, all night just putting up presentations, put, pulling up flyers. And it's that kind of can-do, just get it done, um, fake it until you make it if it's a big presentation, and showing the people that you really have a plan even if they, you don't, the confidence in that you will be successful because you, if you believe you will be successful, people, other people will believe it too, um, is what led him to that along with the idea that when he was um, trying to get the workspace up and running, um, there was a lot of cost associated with the wiring and the putting it together. And then instead of hiring people, he said, you know what, we can do it ourselves. And they just ripped it apart, put up the wiring, that taking into your ha own hands, why would you hire someone else when you can do it for yourself for cheaper? That um, this is my business, I'm gonna control it idea is what led him to be a successful business starter. What do you think about that? Uh, I think everything that you stated is definitely true about that podcast. Um, I liked the focus on his partner Adam and how persistent he was because even though they had no uh, background in real estate and what they were focusing on was mainly real estate, 
Um, his business partner, Adam, just continued uh, and persisted with the different men and eventually got them multiple different um, spaces to work with and lease out. Um, I think they had a very different mindset than a lot of people um, and that helped them a lot with their uniqueness in the design. Um, they did, focused a lot on like the quality of life within the office spaces. Um, they mentioned stuff about coffee, ping pong tables, stuff that you wouldn't usually focus on in a... Um... So eventually they went on to sell their first company which was called Green Desk, and then started actually, uh, actually started WeWork. Um, they started that in 2010. It was right after the recession. So they also had to go through a lot of um, troubles there, and they actually didn't struggle that much with it, surprisingly. Um, and I think a lot of that was just how their mindset was and how they wanted to be unique and they wanted to make their own path. Um, they also focused a lot on the connections you made. They were in a company where it was a lot of individual people in one location. Um, and even though they were individual people, they focused a lot on the connection they made. They had glass partitions in the office and um, the people ended up relying on each other and could even help each other out even though they were in totally different businesses. Um, and I think that um, his, his focus on collaboration really roots from his upbringing, how he was brought up in that hippie, all living in one giant family type of situation and we can see that by um, the other people that came out of that. His sister, when, well, sister, one of the... Um, <laughs> they can't see your air quotes, Cecilia. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the other children he lived with went on to start Bar 3, which is a very, very successful company and some of the other children he lived um, with went on to work for him at WeWork. Um, he I think that um, along with his mindset, an important part of his mindset was his focus on collaboration, and that's what we're learning in school today. And so I think that the way, what we can take out of this podcast is really um, what we can take out of what we're learning in school, which is not just the information, not just the um, formulas, mathematics, not just the... Um, economic ideas that we need to learn in the workspace, but the value of teamwork collaboration, the values that are going to help us be successful in the workplace in the future. Yeah, that's great insight on how he built the ever-growing empire. It's amazing how McKelvey managed to grow a $16 billion business out of nothing. He pretty much lived the fake it till you make it saying. Thank you for coming on the show to Sarah, Cece, and Santiago. The next episode of the review will be coming soon.